This is 12 o'clock p.m. Central Time, and it's Anthony Hummer right here with another episode of the Set the Precedent podcast. Today, our segment is going to be over the NCAA and the dealing with the student athletes that complete that compete within these collegiate activities. So the topic of today is, or the question I'll ask my audience amongst others is, why does the NCAA make it illegal for a student athlete to receive any type of benefits, but they benefit wholeheartedly off of the student athletes? So I'm gonna give you guys a general synopsis of what's going on here. The NCAA is a major corporation that makes millions upon millions of dollars within their brand on student athletes based on their performance and how they, you know, how they compete within their, their, um, their separate leagues. But the, the athletes do not benefit at all of these millions of dollars that the NCAA is currently benefiting of them. If a student athlete decides to receive any type of benefit while playing under NCAA rules and regulations, they undergo severe punishment within their institution of overall of the overall corporation that the NCAA is. Which leaves me no other choice but to endure extensive research on the issue that there is that or that there is or what is being faced within the NCAA. So uh, a couple of facts that I'm going to bring to you guys today is, according to a poll taken by the Knight Commission of Intercollegiate Athletics presented by NCAA President Mark Emmert, it stated that 79% of major universities within the United States value money ahead of college athletes, which I find pretty funny because without these college athletes, the money that they're making would not, you know, it would not exist. So therefore... I just think that they should take a step back and really think, okay, is should our value be the money that these athletes are making us or these athletes' well-being in general? All right, back to the research. I analyze this information as the universities don't necessarily care about the students' well-being while being under their institution, but whereas they care if they are performing up to the standard to not only help them win games, but to help them sell out arenas and embezzle tens and thousands of dollars within the establishment for their own good. It makes little to no sense why the university is able to use this person's name to sell this person's jersey to this person's memorabilia and to this and the athlete received nothing in return from that. When they do decide to receive some of the benefits, it is a punishable offense within the um, NCAA rules and regulations. So today, I have two people online today to, to help me discuss this topic. And the first person is Emmanuel Flade, and he's just a spectator, and he's also a fanatic of sports and collegiate um athletics and he's going to give me his overall um you know what he thinks about the way the NCA handles things and what we should do better so i'm going to have a few questions for him today on this segment i'm doing great how about you yeah, i'm doing fantastic okay let's without further ado let's cut to the chase the first question i have for you today is from your perspective what do you feel the NCAA is doing wrong in the handling of the student athletes? And do you feel like they're doing anything correct? So, <clears throat> when it comes to handling the players, I do believe the NCAA is doing a terrible job. 
you, as a association as big as the NCAA, you should be taking care of anyone under your your uh, jurisdiction. And I believe those players work very hard to please the NCAA and bring revenue to the company. And the least you could do is compensate them for housing arrangements and other things to keep them happy. I believe they need to start paying them, especially if they're going to be put in video games and other things like that. They like need that. to be getting compensated for that. You, you can't be using somebody's name and not get anything out of it. That That's very much embezzling. Yeah, you're, sure. you're, You are using somebody's name for your benefit and your benefit alone, and that's not okay. Outside of taking care of the players, they're doing a great job. They're doing a fantastic job. But the players are a huge factor. And if you, you get to a point where the players start uh, having uh, boycotts and refuse not to play, you're stopping revenue from your company. So you what they need to do is figure out the, the best amount for these players to be getting paid a monthly stipend or something like that. Do you feel like they should make millions? I feel like millions is, um, I say it's too high for them, for them especially at the college level. It, it would be a, a reasonable amount, seeming how much work they put in. But at the same time, millions would bring distractions and other things that would mess up their mentality towards going into the NFL. When you bring money to the, uh, when you bring that kind of money into the aspect of what they're receiving, they now have the option to start doing all types of drugs. Women can distract them even more. For sure. And so I feel like just a, a good amount, like a thousand a month, would be a good amount, so they could pay rent and still have you know enough money to be uh, going out, eating out you know, things of that nature, stay, stay healthy, you know what I'm saying? For sure, well said, well said. All right, thank you, Manuel, for allowing your opportunity here today. Let me know what happens next week on, on his tapes. Now, here I have um, former student athlete under the NCAA system, former Division Two collegiate athlete, Nathan Bona. How you doing today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm going great. All right, I got a couple questions for you today here. Because I just feel like you're credible enough to have this conversation with me. Most indeed, yes. All right. So, first question. How is it like being a student athlete under the NCAA system? Well, just coming from um, playing uh, Division three basketball at Harapan University, um, as far as being a student athlete, uh, your schedules is mapped out. Um, from practice to mandatory tutoring sessions okay. to treatments and film and um, workouts. So, therefore, you really don't get to have the naps that an uh, average student would have. Um, you have to eat small snacks here and there because to eat a full hefty meal in between the workouts and practice and whatnot uh, won't be very good. And just also, I feel like a student athlete is kind of held back because they don't have the full experience of being a student at a college or a university, whatever the case is, as far as a social life. All right. 
Like, they won't be involved in certain orgs due to having practiced mandatory meetings and whatnot. So, therefore, is the student athlete getting more networking skills than an NCAA? Yes, most definitely. But once you're an NCAA student athlete, you're basically put at a platform where you bring revenue and business to the school. Mm, all right. I understand. I understand. All right. Another one. Was there any instance to where you almost received a benefit that would have put your eligibility in jeopardy? Um, due to you know not playing um Division One, uh Division Two and Division Three JUCOs don't really receive benefits that will put their eligibility in jeopardy. But as far as Division One, there have been multiple instances where money has been given to a player's family, um underneath the table. But as far as my situation, no. Mm. Alrighty, alrighty. Well, man, I know you have a busy schedule right now. So I'm going to just let you do what you got to do. I appreciate you for coming into the studio today to ha- talk about these important issues to- towards my podcast. Oh, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. All right, well, that was Nathan Barner. After listening to what Emmanuel Falati had to say and what Nathan Bourne had to say, I just feel like the NCAA should just, you know, look into some programs, um, better ventures for these athletes to be more comfortable because what their their job is not easy as it is. Um, so thank you guys for listening in to the today's segment of Set the Precedent. This is Anthony Hummer. I'll catch you guys later. Mm-hmm.